Welcome to the Bati Lagani series, Project of Orpini. This is Saratova Desk. <clears throat> so, we're going to take short topics and we're going to explore them. Just a 10 minute, 10 minute little sum up of what we've learned in Bati Lagani. So, here's my question. You ever go camping? What do you do when you go camping? Because understanding camping will understand us, help us understand what this ice this year, this paragraph, of Bati Lagani is all about, which tells us what the world is going to be all about and what the year is going to be all about, because Bati Lagani is the map. So when you go camping, you kind of scout out a little piece of the ground, and you say, you know what, I think that place is flat, there aren't too many rocks, I'm going to put my tent right over here. And so you clear a little spot, and you put, you take out the tent, and let's say it's made out of nylon, and you lay this piece of fabric out on the ground. Very good. Would you say, oh, I feel so at home here? No. The, the piece of ground, the piece of earth, doesn't make you feel at home, per se. And neither does seeing a piece of nylon lying on the ground. That doesn't make you feel at home either. So when do you start to feel that this tent became your home? And I'm just going to jump for a minute and then jump back. When you have a tent, when you go camping, sometimes you're, you know, you're camping for a whole weekend or for a week or two. You can really, people who like camping, you really feel like your tent became this cozy little home. And it, it's literally a whole new world, a whole new home. It almost reminds you of, you know, it sounds funny, those stories of the Baal Shem Tov in which the Baal Shem Tov would um, meet the pirates and say, well, meet me at my palace in the forest. And there was nothing there in the forest except for trees. And then the next day the pirates came and there were, Castle, palaces and castles and and all kinds of things and um and 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 waterfalls and gardens and all kinds of things and then a few days later it was gone so it sounds funny but when you go and you go tent you go camping you you have this beautiful cute little cozy home that becomes your place to live for that week let's say and it comes out of nowhere in the middle of the forest, it comes out of nowhere. And when at the end of the trip you take the tent down, you've had so many wonderful experiences. In this tent, you know, you're taking a nap and, you know, lots of, it's just, it's just a nice experience in that camping place. When you take it down, it always feel a little sad because this kind of fun, cozy home ceases to exist. It just goes back to nothingness. It almost feels like that palace that just melted back into nothingness. It's just, you know, a place in the forest again. So I've, I've had that feeling many times when I go camping. So here's my question. Now, if you haven't camped, maybe it's hard to relate to, but I think that, you know, it's a fairly common feeling. So here's the question. What makes this piece of nylon lying on the ground into a cozy home? What makes it into a cozy home are the sticks, the um, poles. You have these poles that you have to um, thread through these loops in the in in the tent. Do it this direction and that direction, and when you thread them all through, the poles make the tent stand up, and all of a sudden you've got this tent, and it becomes a home. It's no longer a piece of nylon lying on the ground. It becomes your new home. So, what makes the home the home? The poles. In this, there's a beam 
in every building, in every home, there are beams that hold it up. These days, you know, mostly the beams are in the wall. If you go into a, a hall, you'll see beams. If you go into 770, there are beams in the middle. They hold it up. Otherwise, the ceiling would be down on the floor. The beams hold it up. But they don't only hold it up. As it says here, you know, I say shitim oimdim, you know, the beams, the krashim oimdim, the beams hold it up and they make it into the home that it is. And why am I saying all of this about the tent? Because you experience that feeling of, wow, now I have a home because of the, you put the beams into the piece of nylon. These poles, you put the beams in and the beams made it into a home made it from a bunch of pieces of, of fabric and curtain, into a home. Good. Now, what does this have to do with Bati Lagani? The beams make the Mishkan into a home for Hashem. Again, Hashem has to come there, but, and it gives, it, 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 it makes the Mishkan into the Mishkan. Otherwise, the, the ceiling of the Mishkan will be on the floor. That's not a home. The beams do the job. They change the whole energy. What are the beams made of? By the way, who makes the beams? You do. We do. The Jewish people. And what are the beams made of? They're made out of actually aseshitim. Acacia wood aseshitim. That, we're going to talk about that in a different audio. But these beams that you make, that make it into a home, whose home? It becomes a home for Hashem that shines all this light out into the world. And the Mishkan ultimately becomes the base of Migdash, and ultimately the base of Migdash is Lishi. These beams you make, they make it into a home. And then Hashem can dwell there. The word for beam is Karish. Sufreshin, beam. These beams are Kreshin, Karishin. Take the word, the word Karish, Turn the letters around, and you have sheker, lies. So that so says the Friedrich Rebbe says the Rebbe in the Mimer Bati Lagani. What is the difference? What is the connection between a sheker, a lie, and a kerish, a beam of the Mishkan? We already spoke at length about the beam of the Mishkan. That one we got. We also know about lies. We actually happen to be at a time in history where the lies have really proliferated. You know, it's a very strange world now. Whatever you want to say, you know, the gender thing, the this and that, that people try to normalize, the craziness. Today we live in a world in which very, very crazy things are being normalized on purpose. We're not going to go into the details. Just listen to the news. You can, you know, whether it's the gender thing or the woke thing or the BT, UAG, whatever it's called, you know, all that stuff. And it's more and more, the, the lies are being normalized. They're like, everybody does that. You know, it's like, like everybody eats cereal milk, you know, everybody does that. It's, there's an attempt to normalize lies, to make lies seem like they're the truth. So there are a lot of lies floating around in the world today. You know, in the media, and uh, it's really, it's really a, an interesting time in history. So says the Fede Gareva, says the Rebbe Rayat. 
what do you use? We need these beams in the Mishkan. That's what makes it into a home for Hashem. What do you build them out of? The Rebbe says, from the sheker of the world, you build the beams of the Mishkan. From the lies of the world, you build the Mishkan. Oh, my goodness. Well, number one is, how do I do that? Number two is, hmm, well, I guess we've got a lot of raw material. We need these beams for the Mishkan, and they're made out of, they're constructed out of, literally, out of the lies of the world. We've got plenty of raw material floating around in the world today. We, we, you know, no need, we didn't, you know, there may be a food shortage and everything and a gasoline shortage and etc. There is no shortage, there's one thing we don't have a shortage in. We do not have a shortage of lies in the world today. We have plenty, as much as we need to build these, these, these beams of the Mishkan. Isn't that interesting? So when we feel afraid, I mean, it's like tongue in cheek, you know, it's kind of funny. But when we feel afraid, Look at all the lies they're proliferating. Well, yeah, but taking it from the Rebbe Ayatza's viewpoint, he's saying we take these lies and we turn them into the beams of the Mishkan, which then makes it into a home, and then it's a home for Hashem. So it gives us a slightly different view of the lies of the world that they don't seem as frightening. They seem to be here for a purpose. Does it mean we should go and become part of the lie? No, 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 no. Because the ultimate, the ultimate point here, and this will be in another audio too, is that Paro, who is the main adversary in this whole scenario, he stands for lies. And Maishar Rabbeinu's job is to destroy him. The job of the Jewish people is to destroy him. Get out of slavery from him, etc. This is a different topic. We'll save that for a different audio. But all we know is somehow our job, according to Basi Lagani, is to take the sheker of the world, the lies of the world, and to make them into beams, kerishes, the sheker, and make it into a kerish for the Mishkan. That's it. Now, how we do it? I'm not going to say that I'm so good at giving practical examples. I do know that there's one woman who says she goes to places where, you know, libraries where they have very, very um, unhealthy, um, immoral people reading stories to children and and et cetera and doing performances to innocent children in a very inappropriate, immoral way and, and, and promoting it as if this is normal. And she goes up to them and says, you know you're fighting God and you have to know that. Now, is that the ultimate way to do it? I don't know. But I'm just saying this is one of the things that she does. She doesn't let things go. She she calls it what it is. You are fighting God and you have to know that you're fighting God. Or you are bringing to your library somebody who is fighting God, so you're an accomplice in fighting God. Is she right in what she's doing, how she's doing? I do not know. But we simply know, and we're going to end with this, this audio with this. Fact. The Reverend says, from the Sheker of the world, we, bring, we build the Keresh of the Mishkan. From the lies of the world, 
we build the beam of the Mishkan. And our derivation, our conclusion is, maybe we don't have to, maybe I'm wrong. When we look at the lies, realize this is what we are going to transform into a home for Hashem. Even if we can't quite figure out the steps of how we do it. This is where we're headed. And ultimately, everything, when we think, everything in the world was created for Hashem's glory. Everything Hashem created in the world, including lives, was created for His glory. And maybe was created for Him to be here in this world. Well, there it is. So may Hashem bench us. We've, we've had our fill of lies. And now we want to have our fill of beams for the Mishkan so that Hashem has a beautiful home permanent, not just a tent, but a beautiful permanent home based on Exodus in this world immediately now. Find ourselves in that base of Exodus immediately now.